Hello and welcome to Two Guys One Game. We are back once again. Yes, we are. My name is Bill Buckle Bill. I'm the Chocolate Kid. Kid. Laz and Laz. Yay! Back together again. Yeah, and this week. I have no idea what song that is. You don't? No, no I don't know. Which, which one of us is old or uncultured in that situation? I can't. Uh, when was that released? I think it's going to be me. I'll go with that <laughs> one then. Um, what song is it? I mean, it's called Reunited, I believe. Okay. I'll do it. I'll do it quick, go, girl. Do it, yeah, uh, Searching. Should we do that? Um, so, while Handsome Laz is doing some research, um, this week uh, we would like to talk about. <laughs> our favorite and by our favorite i'm going to say loosely our favorite because actually usually the kid just says whatever the fuck he wants to whether there's his favorite games or not they're random and handsome lads will have a theme and none of us will be able to guess what it is i also have the answer to your question to uh, it, the song reunited is by peaches and herb and from the recording quality of the video i'd say it's probably 70s <laughs> um, <laughs> then so, i'm happy that i don't know it because yeah. i thought it was cool and trendy um and uh, yeah, so we are going to talk about, what well, if I stop waffling, um, PC games from the 1990s. Ooh. Why the 1990s? Kid, I'll let you explain this one. can't remember, just because we had to narrow it down somehow because there's unlimited PC games, basically. Well, so I've good. kind of gone for DOS one, DOS games. You've gone for DOS um, Which is essentially games. what pretty much... Well, like really easy ones. Yeah. But most of them were DOS in the in the nineties anyway. Uh, yeah. Even, well, obviously Windows ninety five. Okay. I guess that came out at some stage. Yeah, a lot of them still used DOS to. We did they? To do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, so, okay. so I guess before we jump into the games, we need to talk about our PC origin story. <laughs> right. <laughs> These are all going to be exactly the same because it will be Mum and Dad bought a PC. Yeah. Surely that will be the everyone's PC one. So Are we going to have the conversation about dial-up internet? Uh, no. <laughs> um, oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, the thing is, I was trying to, when I was thinking about the origin story, I was trying to think about the first PC, what I owned. Um, and I can't actually remember. I know we had one. Um, so I'm going to talk about the first PC I owned when I bought my own one. Age 17... 16, 17, 17. We um, won't know, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. <laughs> and to be fair, that was when the majority of my PC gaming occurred. Because mm. we had a PC, but it was, I don't even know what it was, I'm trying to think what it was mainly used for. I remember I used to do a lot of drawings. In We've the already 90s. talked about what you used it for. <laughs> yeah. No, not early 90s. <laughs> not on dial-up. How old would have been? Ninety-nine would have been ninety-nine. No, how old would I have been then? Yep, that's about right. Ninety-nine. Um, anyway, that's too much information for anyone who's reading between the lines um, and hearing the motorbike going past. Um, so, did not use the PC for what you think I used the PC for until at least nineteen ninety-nine. Um, so would have used it for downloading music maybe did you have limewire back then no, napster oh yeah so napster. Probably napster. That, that, that would have been mid 90s before lars ulrich came in and ruined it for everyone oh, and james hatfield oh, oh, oh. um yeah so i 
long-winded waffly story um, purchased my first PC for myself age 17 with my money from PC World where I worked and I bought it from PC World where I worked of course why not um, and I just loved having my PC so much so that my mum was always annoyed with me because I was always on the internet and tying up the phone line so I bought my own phone line um, wow. and, um, and then she was annoyed at me so I was always using electric so I started ow, paying ow, ow. Um, so that I could, sorry, Handsome Laz is being attacked by a cat, um, just to confirm. Oh, yeah. That. Sorry. I'm not sure why he's looking down and stroking. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just a story. He's just discovered the internet too. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. And, and, and played, played countless hours of computer games once I finally got, um, actually got some. So yeah, that's my origin story, I guess, of sorts. Um, Kitty Kid Kid, is yours literally as simple as mum and dad? Yep. They bought one. It was a Packard Bell. I remember that. Nice. Uh, and it was really good, and we had some games and things. It was good. The games you're going to talk about, are those the games you had, or are you doing some random ones you played? No. The ones we got with it, there's a game called Descent, which we got with it, which is phenomenal. That, that and I the top list of something that I looked at. For really? That was one that came with it. That was really good, uh, but I'm not going to talk about that. I, I had loads. I used to play loads of PC games. I don't really anymore, um, but I'm a console man these days. I have a couple, but it just, it just seems like a lot of effort to play them. I don't know why. It's no more effort than it is anything else, so it's, it's bizarre. But yeah, basically my parents bought one. I did buy myself one when I was working at Curry's, funnily enough, and I bought one specifically oh. to play Doom 3 on. Nice. Um, and so it was good enough to run Doom 3 and then I got condemned for it as well which is a bloody brilliant survival horror game oh I thought you meant you got condemned for playing oh no <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> not um, and yeah that's about it Handsome Laz do you have an origin story you'd like to share with us no that's <laughs> <laughs> fine that's fine you carry on stroking your pussy um so, um, game one, oh, so I've got seven, um, I appreciate we're doing three, um, and I am, I am finding it very hard to, to differentiate between these ones. Now, kid, I've definitely spoken to you about a couple of these games um, in the early days, I think. Of, of We've already talked about Command and Conquer on a previous episode, so you can scratch that one off. Well, and also, so Command and Conquer and Red Alert were yeah. 90s, and I had them. But I had them on the um, PlayStation. PlayStation. Uh, I, I do not think it's fair. Come on, if we're talking, if we're talking the noughties, then come on and conquer Red Alert Two would one hundred percent be in there because it was released in the noughties, and I only uh, played it on PC. But we can't talk about that. Let's not no. talk about what we can't talk about. What are you going to talk about? Let's talk about what we can talk about, um, and that fun <coughs> for all the kids to try and find and play, um, or at least rip footage for. Oh, I'm going to have real fun with that. <laughs> So I think I'm going to first talk about Dungeon Keeper 2. Um, so um, I didn't do Dungeon Keeper 1. I only did Dungeon Keeper 2. Uh, did you guys both play? I think I know Kid did, didn't he? Uh, yes, but not very much. Oh, man. So um, I appreciate you. I think you said you've got a copy and you're going to try and find its way to me at some stage. Yes. I would love to uh, that might be the first one. I can't remember which one I have, but... I think I then played the first one after the second one, but I mm. started at number two, um, as, as you would and I would. So um, for those at home who never played Dungeon Keeper 2, uh, maybe watching on the screen right now, I'll try and describe it to you if you're not, or if you're listening on the podcast. Um, you are Horny. Um, that's the character name. Uh, you are the devil. 
Um, you've got a dungeon heart, if I remember rightly, that's like the centre of your Later. base. It's a uh, strategy game, effectively. Um, and uh, you you have to smite the good people um, who are villainous. And you've got various different levels. Um, and it's a bit like um, any kind of um, strategy game, real-time strategy game, where you build a base, effectively. So you mm. have your imps that dig through dirt to create an area for you to build a room, a trap, a chamber. Um, you have things where you produce food for your, for your troops. Um, you have a, a workshop where you build traps. Um, you build doors because obviously every now and then you're about to get um, attacked by, by the good guys, um, literally the good guys. Um, so you've got to set up traps and effectively kill all the good guys. Um, I just loved it. It was so dark and gloomy. Uh, the fact that you played the villain was quite good. Um, mm. And there were a few things that I loved about it. A, building a base and destroying um, people was great. Um, but also you could um, at some stage do a possession spell where you actually go in the head of your minions. And whether it be an imp or whether it be an archer um, or one of the guys with the big axes that I can't think of what they're called now, or skeletons or vampires, you unlock certain things, you progress through the game. Mm. Um, and um, it's particularly hard sometimes, um, but it was just brilliant fun. Um, good game. It had a good sense of humour in it, didn't it, as well? Oh, yeah, very naughty as well. Lots of SM yeah. jokes in there, if I remember rightly. At some stage, there is definitely um, a monster being tied up and then gets whipped. Um, there are things that get turned. Oh, you can you do a spell where you turn either your minions or other minions into chickens as well, as you do. Pick them up, throw them around, kill them, eat them. Um, pretty, pretty gruesome game, but um, really good fun. Quite hard as well. Uh, I remember it being very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it's not impossible. You got to kind of, you really got to learn where the waves of enemies are coming from and what you, yeah. can, what you can, what's powerful against what. Um, but yeah, Dungeon Keeper Two. I lost a lot of hours to that. And I specifically remember I used to listen to uh, Bare Naked Ladies at the same time as well. Oh yeah. Seventy songs on loop. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Including some, there are other less known songs no, like um, I'm in love with the McDonald's girl. If you haven't heard it, Google it. Um, probably a bit inappropriate, inappropriate but hey, it's, it's it's good fun. So yeah, Dungeon Keeper 2. You need to play it a bit more, kid. And Hans and Laz, if you get an opportunity to. Did you like the real time strategy games? Oh, yeah. yeah. Tower defense, base building, that's entirely my cup of tea. I think, I think, yeah, I think you'd like Dungeon Keeper. Yeah, my, one of my exes a long time ago was like obsessed with it and was like, "Oh, you need to play this game," and I just never did. It didn't, didn't, didn't pull me in. But I guess I was judging the book by its cover. Um, so if we, if one of us is playing, in fact, I'll look at the, uh, I'll watch the video after, and then if I like mm. to look at what's going on, then yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, it's good fun. It's good fun. Kitty, kid, kid. Uh, I'm also going to talk about a strategy game, one that everyone will know. <gasps> Sorry. Mainstream. Yeah, Warcraft oh. 2. Um, just because Warcraft 2 is freaking awesome. And so you have... can we just clarify for the kids, we're not talking about World of Warcraft. No. We're about Warcraft, which, although same IP, different games. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, very Warcraft different. Warcraft 2 was very good. You're it was right. Brilliant. And well yeah, exactly. I did play it a little bit earlier as well, and, and it's brilliant. So that's also a real-time strategy game with orcs versus humans, and you get to choose which one you want, and then you do their respective campaign. And I'm not actually very good at strategy games, but 
I just I do really like the first few levels until I can't get any further and then I give up. But it's I just like a tough game. Yeah, yeah, and I just like the whole. You know, you start with a few units and and your peons, and then you build your base. Yes, master. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, um, and then yeah, so you build your base and you build your barracks, and you have to build farms to 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 feed them, and you have to mine gold and uh, lumber. And also, this one was cool because it had ships, and you'd build a shipyard, and then you'd have your boats, and you'd have to build oil rigs to get the oil for the boats. And then you'd end up having huge battles with like fucking 50, 60 units. Uh, it was just really, really cool. And you get flying units and zeppelins and all sorts. And yeah, like I say, it gets very tough. I tend to get to kind of, I don't know, maybe around halfway through these games. And I think I mentioned it before, but I always get to levels where you have a limited amount of units and you yeah, can't build a base. Yeah, yeah. I you just you can't, can't build a full base or you just don't have a base and you just, yeah. you just you can grind. Yeah, and I'm just rubbish at them because my tactic in these games is always just to build, just to overwhelm them. So there's no real tactics involved. It's just send 50 <laughs> versus one. Well, I suppose, yeah. But um, when you're supposed to use real tactics, that's when I fail. Um, <laughs> where I, go. I mean, I do try. I give it my best. I try at least three times and uh, then give up. But Ooh. yeah, but uh, like I said, I, start, I don't succeed. Try, try, give up. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, Warcraft 2 is, is very good, and I do go back to it reasonably often and do the first five or six levels and then give up again. Um, but it's just it's just such a cool game, and it's good. I used to actually play it online with a couple of friends, and we had a few friends that were really good at it. And I never understood how they did it, but it would be like I would be there building my little base, and it would be like, when I watch them play, it's like they're typing, because they know all the fucking shortcuts. I know some of them, you know, you select your P on and you press B for build, and then B for barracks. Um, but they would just be like, tap, 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 tap away. And then, you know, I'd just be like building my barracks, and then all of a sudden I get attacked by about 50 units. I'm like, how the hell do you do this? So, okay, so. so yeah. there's, if you, if you want to explore that more, look at the StarCraft and StarCraft 2 competitive scene. Oh, I... Uh, the eSports stuff, like, keystrokes per minute is, like, a, a way that they measure, <laughs> like, how... So, sorry, is it actions per... Something along those lines, where the, the, amount of, the amount of activity that they're able to do within certain seconds can decide the, the, the game. Laz, what? <laughs> yeah, what's your game? What are you going to talk about? I'm going to start with a game that I don't think gets enough press, but I thought that when it came out, which is a while ago, uh, which is Pink Panther's Passport to Peril. Oh, um, have you not heard of it? Yes, no, no, I haven't. Pink Achievement Panther. Get Pink Panther's Passport to Peril. So, this was a sort of quasi educational game. Yeah, uh, but mostly it was like a, a sort of mystery game. So you play as the cartoon Pink Panther, yeah. uh, which was used in the intro scenes of the Pink Panther movies with, um, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, well, it depends which ones, yeah, yeah. See, Inspector... The ones with, yeah, Inspector Clouseau. Oh, is, is it Clouseau? Anyway, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the, it's the actual Pink Panther cartoon. Um, which was also his own TV series. As Peter well. Sellers, that's his name. That's the chap. Um, and you, yeah, so you get sent to a um, a summer camp, uh, basically. Uh, mm. A summer camp for rich kids. 
um, and you, I forget the exact details, but um, one of the things is was that you had massive pockets and they took the piss out of the fact that you could like take like a whole surfboard and just like, whoop, it, yeah, like that yeah. was your adventure. Um, some of it was the whole, you know, like the Monkey Island thing where it's like, you get this thing and this thing and then you go put them together in a way that you don't expect. You go, ah, oh, that's all yeah. my issue. Thank you so much. Um, and you would travel to different parts of the world. Um, so you go to India, you would go to, I think, the Bayou in America, you would go to China, you went to the UK, um, and it was all very stereotyped, and there was probably a lot of what is now, or, or was at the time offensive, but we didn't realise as a society. Uh, but we'll skip past that. Um, so you went to these different places, and you solved these little sort of Monkey Island-type puzzles, uh, but you also learned about different things in that region, uh, but in like a funny sort of tongue-in-cheek almost earthworm jim humor sort of way yeah um, because it's pink panther he can talk to all the animals and so that like, when you go to india and you talk to like the cow uh, and you, like you, you hear about how well they're treated there and all that sort of stuff and there's a pigeon that hates flying um, anyway, um and then but then there's this like sinister mystery going um uh going on underneath where you're trying to work out what's going on which i guess is the reason you're traveling in the first place question mark mm. um I won't spoil it because you, no, you're not going to fucking play it, but I won't spoil it for the people. Who well, I've just put in the chat, it's it's actually an Abandonware game now, and I've just put a link to where you can download it for free in the chat. What? Aww. What? Yep. Yep. I mean, guys, I'm sorry. I realize I have other plans. I need to step <laughs> out for a second. Is that like, is that free? Yeah. Uh, sorry, you just said it was free. What I mean is, is it safe? There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I use this website quite a lot. Because the, that's the cool thing about DOS games, is that a lot of them are now classed as abandonware. Um, being that they're... that they're like, we don't care. Oh, it's, it's like the same rules for films, where it's like, yeah. after 50 years it becomes public. But exactly. it, it, it's public not the same, domain. but yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a really good website called myabandonware.com. Um, and there are hundreds and hundreds of games on there that you can download for free. And now I need um, to find the name of that game that I was talking to you guys about. <laughs> including, including Lemmings. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna uh, for, for people listening, I'm going to download now. Um, uh, oh, hang on. Wait, I need to choose which version. Uh, sure, I guess American. Now, okay. Oh. And I'll let you know if I get a virus and how long it takes to download. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, I highly recommend playing Pink Panther's Passport to Peril. It is... It's got a really, it's one of those, you know, like Shrek, where it's a kid's oh. film, but there's adult jokes in there. Yeah, and yeah. Understand them. Um, and yeah, it's a fun sort of puzzle solving mystery sort of point and click adventure. Tip on my joystick. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Right. So now that we can be not distracted by that lovely, lovely website, myabandonware.com, we should probably talk about another game before we just don't actually do anything except for look at old games to try and download them and play them. So I would like to talk next about Hidden and Dangerous on the PC. Either of you, guys you can't play do Hidden two at once, that's stupid. Hey. You. Yeah, are you guys play Hidden and Dangerous? I used to have it, yeah. Oh, okay, cool, good, good. So my, my first experience of it was... To reach was, the meeting um, point with uh, resistance fighters. This is one of the last no. remaining bridges left oh, intact man. in this area. So for those at home, that's a local area network. The degree of its protection um, reflects this fact. Would, Two men patrols are guarding the bridge day and night. Someone 
who has a car. Besides this, there are guard houses at each end of the bridge, certainly housing reserved troops. The mission starts here. Our task is to cross the bridge undetected and to reach the opposite riverbank. The mission ends by meeting with the resistance fighters and our departure. Unless I was paying them on my own. So I went around to the mate's house and we played Hidden and Dangerous. There was three of us. And effectively, so Hidden and Dangerous is a war game. I'm gonna say World War II set, but I could be wrong. World War. And you play the good guys trying to take down the bad guys. And so I'm assuming you are America and they are Germany or England and Germany or something like that. Um, and you play as four characters. So you play as one character in, in a gang of four. Um, and when you are controlling player one, player two, three, four, five, two Obviously, if you're playing a land party, you each take over the um, So effectively, you can get in position with a sniper rifle, maybe, hunt him down, lie in there, and then switch to player two. And then player two can run to a different location. And you set up a machine gun and go player three and so forth and so on. So you can kind of get them all set up to then ambush um, and, and surprise the enemy. And I just loved it because a lot of it was based on stealth. And you know, you'd, you'd be creeping along, crawling on the floor, the top of the hills, have a little look to see if you could take people out with a sniper rifle. And I remember what I quite liked about it, and it was a bit of a weird thing to is that when you put your. The wind would blow louder, the birds would shriek louder, and it really felt like you were kind of there in the moment. Um, yeah. And it was, it was, it was tough, but it wasn't impossible. You had to really, you could be killed very easily. Um, you know, and, and also, unfortunately, the, the computer characters did stupid things. You could leave them there and give them a command. So, but occasionally you just see them, you know, you decide to be a sniper rifle, you're like, I've left them down by, yeah, by that yeah. tanker over there, and, and when I shoot them, they're going to start running out, and, oh, where's he going? Oh, no, and he's, he's climbing up over something, and, and he's glitching, and he's getting shot in the face as <laughs> he falls back down again. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, range of weapons from sniper rifles, pistols, to um, semi-automatics, to rocket launchers, you have to take out tanks. Um, I don't think you ever took out helicopters, not in that version anyway. Um, but I just remember, A, from a land perspective, multiplayer was brilliant. You know, the three of you running around and killing everyone together. Um, but even on your own single player, the missions were really hard and it, they took a long time. But they were so satisfying when, when you got to the end um, and you've killed everyone or, or not what. But um, yeah, it was one of my, my favourites. Is it a third person game? Yeah, so you could do either. You could you could third person it, or you could first person it. You could switch the thing. Okay, yeah, that is the one. Yeah, yeah. That was quite good. And, and of course, while you can do all the skills in the world, sometimes it's just like a game. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's more important as well. Very little memory of it. I, I didn't used to have it. Yeah, because I remember it was kind of realistic in the way that you get hit once or twice, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't, you, you don't recover health, you get yeah. it once or twice and you're dead. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was brutal. Um, and the amount of times you replay the same level over and over and over and over, and over again. 
and especially when tanks sign up and you're like, oh man, I've got to try and ambush this tank and there was yeah. no cover. Uh, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant game. I, I'm assuming it was well received, I don't know if it was a popular game. I don't know, yeah. Yeah, absolutely lovely. Handsome Lars, never played it then? No. No. Uh, kid, um, yeah. talk to me about your game of secondness that you want to talk about. I've got another cracker for you. Uh, it's oh, another point-and-click cool. adventure, similar to the Pink Panther one. Uh, this one is Day of the Tentacle. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Which is bloody brilliant. And it was I, I absolutely love it. And uh, so it's a point-and-click adventure made by LucasArts. And they did some of the best ones in the 90s. You play as, there's three characters. There's Bernard, Laverne, and Hoagie. Um, and basically, you go back. To, it's actually the sequel to a game called Maniac Mansion, which came out um, before. And basically, you go to this crazy doctor's house. Um, and he's made some, like, tentacle guys. And one of them drinks some toxic waste and becomes evil. Um, and so you <laughs> like, have to yeah. stop it <laughs> from becoming... Obviously. Yeah. I mean, it, the whole game is, is just ridiculous. And, but that's what's so good about it. And it's got some crazy puzzles. And like you said, Laz, about, um, you know, Monkey Island slash Pink Panther, you've got loads of items that you use in ways that you you wouldn't really think to use them. Um, a lot of the time, if you get stuck, it's just a case of use every item with every object that you find and eventually something will work. Um, <laughs> but the story is really cool. So it involves time travel and like, cause there's three characters. So one of you's in the present, one of you's in the past and one of you's in the future. And okay. it's all set in the same house. And so things you do in the past. So if you like, if there's a room or if there's an item or something, for example, one of them, there's a statue um, and you need to change the statue. So you get the person in the past um, gets the man who makes the statue to do it left-handed rather than right-handed. So the puzzle works, and then it changes in the future. <laughs> and it, it, it's it's very, very funny. It's got a stupid sense of humour, like oh. just dumb humour, but it's very, very funny. Uh, it's just such a fucking cool game. Um, it's really, really good. And they've just recently done a remaster of it, which is available on... PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And I'm happy to say I actually have it on PC, believe it or not. Um, the remaster. And what's cool, because the remaster, you can put the sexy graphics on or you can put the original graphics on. Um, nice. And it's just an absolutely brilliant game. Um, very, Aww. very funny. And LucasArts could do no wrong back then because they had Day of the Tentacle. There was a game called Full Throttle, which was amazing. Um, as they do. Well, they did the Monkey Island games, which were incredible. But yeah. So, yeah. Star Wars. Yes. Well, yeah, they did a few Star Wars games. They, yeah. Well, yeah, they did. Um, what's it called? Uh, Dark Forces, Super. which is one. Oh, right. oh Dark games. Forces was really good, wasn't it? I forgot yeah. about Dark Forces. Um, I've got that as well, actually. That was uh, it was seventy nine p on Steam a little while ago, so I picked that up. Why yeah. not? Other one you I could chat about. Steamer, you. I'll save that for our Star Wars episode that we do. Uh, Soon we'll do a true, Star yeah. Wars episode. But yeah. Well, we Day oh, we did Star Wars Day. Did we do Star Wars on Star Wars Day? We did, didn't we? We did no. it. No, we did it in December when episode eight came episode, out. Episode nine. Yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Ah, oh, we missed Star Wars Day. That was a that's that a, was a yeah. missed trick, wasn't it? it oh, was, didn't even think that. Was about. a doozy. Let's go back and pre-upload a YouTube video yeah. and we'll pretend it was in May. Um, we we, we could have done. We were locked down, weren't we? So hey. Yeah. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, there you go. Dead of Ten's cool. It's a great game. Mm. I must admit, I did download yeah. it because it was. I think it was free with PlayStation Plus, and I did download really? it. But but like most of the PlayStation Plus games I download, I don't actually play them. Yeah. Um, I have every intention of giving it a go, um, and then as you guys well know, I just play Risk of Rain Two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and prior to that, it was Risk of Rain One. Um, and prior to that, there was no prior to that. Brofalls, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. Well, I highly recommend so, playing uh, Dead of Tentacle. It's so, so good and very, so very funny. Point, is it still a point in clicking the remake then? Yes. Yeah. Kind of, I, maybe I'm getting myself confused. I'll stop talking about it. I'm going to give it a go. Good, good. I think, and this is again an 80% fact, but I think a lot of um, inspiration was taken from Day of the Tentacle when um, uh, Tim Schafer made. Broken Age. I don't know if you've played Broken Age. Not played no. the Broken Age, no. Um, so yeah, it's it's all right. It's worth a, a look at. But the, just the concept of like people being in different times and like you playing playing different people to solve the puzzle sort of thing. It's it's very. I think it sounds I like think it's borrowed. Hmm? It sounds like it's more serious though. It's got a serious name. Uh, I mean, it's cartoon still, and it's okay. it's really not <laughs> thinking okay. about some of the bits. There, yeah, it's it's very it's very. A lot of those points. Is it another point and click adventure? Is it? Yes. Because uh, most of them have a decent sense of humour in them, don't they? Those those. Well, yeah, they have to. Otherwise, what have you got? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they are. It's all about a story, and but yeah, there's some like there's one called "I Have No Mouth But I Must Scream." That's very good. That's kind of dark. Yeah, it's based on a very old book, I think. Really, it seems very, very Lovecraftian. Really, um, you see Lovecraft. I for me, it's more um, or Geiger or someone. What's the Nine Hells? Oh, um, Francis Inferno. Oh. Dante, yes. Oh, oh Dante, yeah. Yeah, that's much more where I see it. That's cool. Um, I've also got one called Harvester, which I'm waiting to play with one of you guys, actually. But So um, we might save that for around Halloween time, though. I want to do a video on it. Ooh, no, Laz, 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 let's go. Do your second game, Lazzy, Laz, Laz. So I'm going to whip out my three-and-a-half-inch floppy um, Ooh, yeah. and give you guys Blake Stone. Aliens of Gold. What? That's the subtitle. Blake Stone, Aliens of Gold. Hang no, on. you do not know that game. I was just about to call him on his shit. Jeez, oh, <laughs> it is as well. Since when do I talk bullshit? <laughs> Funny joke. Yeah, Blake Stone. I used Aliens to have this gold, game. Right? It's fantastic. It's got the best gun sound effects in any game ever. <sighs> so I played a, a lot of this game. Um... It's a first-person um, sort of Doom-like, I guess, but it's it's a bit crapper. Um, and the whole thing, you know, go around the level, kill all the stuff, get the key card, go up in the elevator, rinse, repeat. Um, but there were so many secrets in it, like hidden yeah. doors and like walls that opened up and stuff, and secret guns and uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's old-style Doom copycat, I guess. I don't know which well, one came first. Uh, Blake Stone, I believe, because it's it's based on the um, Wolfenstein engine, which is what came before Doom. So Wolfenstein was made by the same guys that made Doom, and this was between Wolfenstein and Doom, I believe. But also, uh, so uh, December '93 for Blake Stone. Oh, that's a, I think Doom came out in '93 as well. Actually, Doom was also '93, so that's, I think it's a uh, PUBG Fortnite situation, maybe. <laughs> 
with not nearly as much of the hype. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's... I don't really have a lot else to say about it. I, it's, it was, um, it was a dumb thing. Yeah. I also... There was, it was very, like, when you killed someone, there was, a like, an emotion for it. And when they were on the ground... Well, sorry, when they were dying, they were very, like... Their limbs were broken as they, like... <laughs> Yeah, I really because I I remember it being easy to get lost. Um, and you move really fast. And like. yeah, yeah, and because there's no animation on the gun, like swaying, so it's just like you're sliding everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 100%. It was really, really cool game. Uh, it did have a sequel as well, but I never played a sequel for it. Um, in fact, I do actually have it because I downloaded the because it's made by Apogee, um, and I on Steam I downloaded the Apogee anthology and it's actually on there so i do actually own this game lake stone planet strike planet strike there you go it probably looks exactly the same it's probably just essentially a map, map pack but um and and more importantly i don't know if i missed this bit when you're talking about it you did say about the gun sounds yeah. but i'm just i'm just listening to a clip now that is a banging soundtrack yeah yeah those were the days hang on i might have actually played planet strike two seconds oh really <laughs> <laughs> I think I had Planet Strike, maybe. Oh. It's probably quite hard to tell the difference between them. It, well, it, it, looks, it looks identical. Let me have a look at... Uh, like Stone, Aliens of Gold. Aliens of Gold. Because that's the thing. I used to remember, I remember just like running along every single wall, just tapping the space bar, just hoping a wall somewhere would open. <laughs> and you'd find a treasure or something in there and it made the like burp, 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 noises when you pick up the treasure. Yeah. Sometimes you needed that just to progress as well. Yeah, because there'd be but, key cards. It's all each level is essentially a maze and you have to find the key cards to unlock, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And and of course today you just Google it and you'd be like, Oh, I'm yeah. stuck. Where are the secrets? Yeah. Or you type in thought... Well back in these days you'd type in the cheat to give you all the key cards, but now you'd uh, you'd do a microtransaction or something. <laughs> or be lucky um, enough to um, kids, have unlimited you, lives. Please make sure that you put in all the music, like it loading up, like <laughs> the menu stuff, like every noise is great. All right. All right. Um, no, it was Aliens of God that I played 100%. Cool. Yeah. I definitely have that one. I don't know if I have Planet Strike. God, it's so gory as well. Like huge holes open up inside the, the dudes. It's, it'll be like 50p on Steam. So you should probably just buy it. No, I've already I've completed it, mate. 100%. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Right. So, yeah, that's my second game. Done. Bam. Right. Done. So, my my last game, and it's 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 a toughie because there's a there's a couple of, there's probably a, a very close second or third. They're too good. I'll do some honorable mentions at the end because I feel like I should. Um I want to talk about Counter-Strike. No, I don't really. I don't really. I didn't <laughs> I, my computer was not good enough to play Counter-Strike, and I think I played it a couple of times. They're, I'm not very good at those games. I, I am definitely the guy in those games. I play them. I've got Battlefield 1 on the PlayStation 4. I haven't played it for a long time. I try and be all stealthy and snipey, and I just get killed. So I end up just running around like an idiot, and wow. when I get my one frag, I'm like, yeah, I killed one person! Um, and the other people I play with are like, oh, yeah, my kill-death ratio is plus seven. I'm like, minus four. <laughs> I die lots. Stop um, telling us so about the game that you're not going to talk about. <laughs> the, game, the game I really want to talk about, and I know, unfortunately, I have told this to the kid before, so those at home are listening to it, and they can listen to it again. Thank you very much. But I want to talk about Alien versus Predator. Oh, it was so good. 
Um, so, first-person shooter. Um, those who are at home that don't know what Alien and Predator are, stop listening to this podcast right now. We're not friends. Um, <clears throat> anyway, um, you play as either the alien or the predator or the human in a series of different levels to get to the end and you know if you're the human you've got to eventually kill the queen if you're the predator you've got to kill the alien queen along with some humans um, and then if you are the alien you've got to kill all the men um, and predators effectively i guess that's as, as simple as it gets but it was just the most scary game i had played in a very long time especially when you had the um, soundtrack in as well. So you have the soundtrack in, put that in, you've got all the proper noises and sound. The, the track would change automatically when you get to a different situation. And of course, when you played as the human, it would take, I think it was about 25, 20, 25 minutes before you actually met your first alien. And of course you're walking along and you've got all the noises from the, from the extra movies. You've got the good old um, radar, whatever it's called. And you've got the boop, boop. Then it starts moving. That's just a lift coming down. That's fine. And I remember vividly the first time I played it. I played at a friend's house. Um, he had surround sound speakers as well, um, which worked um, in, 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 in scaring the shit out of you when you were playing. And uh, yeah, I remember walking down the corridor and it beep, 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 beep. I could tell it was coming closer to me. I was looking, I was looking straight ahead you and too? then I just looked up and it was crawling along the ceiling towards me as alien. You too, you and spent Damn, probably, I think it's the, the one game where you travel the furthest backwards <laughs> as you're running away, panicking, trying to kill this one little alien that is yeah. jumping, trying to rip your face apart. And you've got oh. the classics, you've got the eggs, you've got the face hugs, you've got the aliens, you've got the... Oh, I think they called them soldier aliens, you had the queen, um, and as the human, it was just, you would just be terrified, and at some stage you would be terrified as a human as well, and it just, it ju you spend the entire game terrified, there's not a single moment where you're like, this is cool, I'm fine, yeah. I don't, you're terrified all the time. As the predator, predator is brilliant, so you get to play predator, predator is really fun until you meet the alien and then the game is basically the same as being a human so when you're hunting humans that's fun because humans are stupid you can go in your stealth mode they can't see you you take off their head you snipe them from a long time you laugh at them it's hilarious killing humans you meet the aliens terrifying that's, that's the, the whole reason that's the whole plot isn't it that they because they're looking for the first they hunt um, hmm. The aliens are the only things that they that can really challenge them because they adapt <laughs> so easily and they're so like broken. They're like, oh, oh, yes. sorry, yeah. bless you. You sneeze. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's okay. Um, but but then and even as the alien, again, it was it was better. But it was still terrifying, especially when you came up against an area where they had a, um, a sentry gun that was sat there, and it would just tear you to pieces, and it would be really noisy and loud, and it was. But, the other thing I liked about it, it was a skirmish mode as well, um, where effectively it was human-only skirmish mode, if I remember rightly, and you just had... Um, it's not very inclusive. No, absolutely. Um, and you just had wave upon wave upon wave of aliens running after you, and you had to hunker down in bases and just try and survive for as long as you possibly could. Um, and again, there I say, it's terrifying, and you spent most of your and the final thing, which I loved the absolute most out of all of it, even on my 56k dial-up when everyone else had T1 lines or whatever they were, I don't know. I was not running a very good speed connection. It was online, um, online alien tag, I think it was called. And um, 
there were let's say eight of you one of you was an alien seven of you were humans um when you were the alien if you kill a human you got points if you killed the alien you became the alien and then you had to get points oh, okay. so effectively you wanted to kill the alien to become the alien um to then score points to win um and my favorite thing to do and for some reason people just did not do it I'd be hiding up an event that they couldn't get to because obviously alien could scale the walls and whatever. And then I'd get on the keyboard and I'd type, "Hey fuckers, I'm going to come and get you," and hit enter, knowing full well that a lot of them would then start typing something to me. And while they were typing, <laughs> I would run down and bite their heads. <laughs> but it was, it was quite it worked quite well when my lag didn't affect me and I'd be yeah. munching their heads, going, "Why aren't they dying?" And then I yeah. would appear. Um, but it was it was a really good. I remember there's quite a good online community for it as well. Uh, it was back in Yahoo chat days, where my login name was uh, Zeno Demon. Yes, it was. Of course, it was. Of course, it was. Um, and then I was Freak Will for a very long time. And still, pretty much until I was leaving, dropping out of year, I thought I can't apply for jobs with Freak underscore Will three 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 at Yahoo.com. Yeah. Um, and why the hell not? <laughs> no, but it, it, and it was the first time that I did. Um, I, I forgot about did this actually, but we did. We used to do online role playing um, in these rooms. Very sad, of course, in these Yahoo chat rooms. Where effectively, I remember the first time I went in a room and someone went, oh, did you just see something?" I was like, "Oh, we're playing. We're playing role play." So I'd be like, "Climbs up the wall." Um, in in better speak than that, obviously. And we used to roll, roll, roll play aliens and killing aliens. That's um, cool. It, a side note quickly though that's one of my biggest pet peeves on the internet is when people do the little asterisk looks funnily to the side or something like that I'm like fucking hell why do you not like that what's wrong with you you're such a hater kid I'm with you Laz how else do you know how else do people know how you're emoting no yeah it's it's like if you can't get it across using language then disagree strongly like stage directions in all plays like it's no, not in a fucking oh. like if, if you're on reddit and you're like someone will type something controversial and go asterisk puts on running shoes and runs as far away as possible so it's not in i'm sorry you're the minority right here right now kid so <laughs> i get uh, uh, good, right with no no you're wrong um how about in chat rooms when you used to do uh, ASL? Yeah, yeah I did used to do that. Yeah. Yeah. For those that are in the And of course, most people would be like, not the telling last you, one, not... yes, please. Um, <laughs> upstairs! Yeah, <laughs> oh. behind you. Yeah. And, and of course, every time that the person said they were a girl, I always thought they were a girl. Um, they could not have been. It was me, us- all along. It was always the kid. He's got so many fake accounts. (laughs) And quite quite clearly I sent pictures of my penis to people who may or may not have been women. You could send pictures in those days. (laughs) Oh, you could. Yeah, you ask for their address and then you take a photograph, (laughs) go to the Kodak place, get it printed, (laughs) put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, and then, yeah, there you go. Do a telegram. <laughs> Fax machines yeah, yeah. were popular in those days, weren't they? You Do you guys remember like the um, punctuation art? I mean, I say remember, like probably yeah. people still do it, but it you can draw like proper pictures out. Uh, it's asking the same. Something like yes, that. sure, yeah. Um, so you, do, you could do that and just draw like as <laughs> if you have a. <laughs> 
enough characters. I can't believe some of the things I've seen in that kind of stuff. You're like, how? Because really, I don't know if there's a program that does it now. I'm guessing there probably is. There will but, be. But back in the day, people must have actually just done Ten it. Hours. Yeah. Jesus it's Christ, really... that's impressive. And then, and eff- effectively, mine was just eight equals circle. You know, I, I would. <laughs> yeah. I, I would I wouldn't usually do very many equals. Is I wasn't going to lie to anybody. <laughs> it was all out of proportion. Is that what you mean when you say you sent dick pics? You did an eight <laughs> yeah. equals zero. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it was, um, you know, in a in a different angle. There's, wow. there's some brackets and stuff. Drops the next line. You know. <laughs> very rarely did I send a flaccid penis. It was all Let's going move straight on, out. Shall we, chaps? <laughs> <laughs> the kid. Why don't you talk about your game? You want to talk about number three. Finale is a fantastic game called MDK. Um, did anyone play MDK? It's I feel down- like I've taken that at a festival. But, <laughs> but it, it came up in the, when I looked at the best-selling games, it was in there. Really? Uh, I do recognise it, yeah. Murder, Death, Kill? For Murder, Death, Kill, yeah. Um, <laughs> of course it does. And it's bloody brilliant. It's made by Shiny Entertainment, so it's made by the guys that did Earthworm Jim. And it has exactly the same kind of weird abstracty kind of humor all the way through it the main you, character has like a whole like star wars destroyer as a head he's yeah yeah he's got a crazy helmet on and he's got an awesome parachute that defies all logic did you know um, there's an mdk2 which has a yes. dog as the main character uh it's one of the playable characters and yeah you can play as because um, the main guy's called kurt hectic and you can play as him or there's the dog whose name i forget and there's also a max, um, max, max. doc kurt who's got six arms yeah that's right and there's also a professor that you can play as in the second one and he uses a toaster that fires radioactive toasters his weapon um <laughs> so that's the kind of game it is but the first one is bloody brilliant it's really bizarre it's a third person shooter where you play as kurt hectic and you have to stop aliens who are coming down to earth to take over the world um and it was kind of one of the it's not one of the first 3d games but it's it's early 3D, um, and your character is actually a 2D sprite, um, and it all looks really crazy stylized, and the graphics in it are amazing, and the worlds and the levels all look absolutely mad, and there's just so much weird stuff going on all the time. And so a lot of it you spend kind of... You you can go into like a sniper mode as well, first-person sniper mode. Most of it's third-person. You've got a chain chain gun attached to your arm, um, you can pick up different sniper weapons and grenades and decoys and things like that. Um, but you can also, there's bits where you're doing snowboarding and there's bits when you're like riding on spaceships and it's just absolutely mental. And I freaking love it. It looks um, really good. I should say, I, I, it looks familiar. <laughs> that old chestnut. Um, I don't remember if I played it or not, but it looks very familiar, especially the bit I just kind of skipped through a few of the scenes where you're tobogganing at some stage, just yeah, sliding down this little chute. Level. Yeah, yeah. Got skydiving as well at some yeah. stage. Um, but yeah, it looks, looks really good. And you've it's got your, It was also released the, on the, the PS1. Your arm, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's on PS1 as well. I've never played it on the PlayStation 1. I, I can't imagine. I don't think it'll be as good because the graphics won't be as good and the controls might be a bit clunky, but... Mm. Um, now, what what came first though? Was it MDK or was it Murder Death Kill from um, oh, Demolition Man? I would imagine Demolition Man. That was ninety five. I think Demolition Man. Murder Death Kill. Do you remember that bit? That's probably where they got it from. It probably Demolition is. Demolition Man. Murder Death Kill. I think it is Demolition Man. October yeah. nineteen ninety three for Demolition Man. So MDK game release date. 
97 for MDK. So yeah, Demolition Man was way before. The inspiration. Oh. But Maybe it's a really cool game. Yeah. And I oh. highly recommend it. Cool. I like that. Um, Hello watchers, it's confession time. Troglodyte Kid here. Uh, unfortunately the third part of our recording was corrupted so you don't get to hear Laz's beautiful voice but he was talking to us about A Bug's Life for the PC which was his last game that he was going to talk about. Anyway, thank you for watching and don't forget to like and subscribe and also you can find us on Instagram at the underscore reviews brothers and on Spotify and YouTube. Just search for two guys, one game. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time.